Your ability to convert the client is really dependent on what their level of awareness is and how well you can articulate your value in a way that they can understand. So from a consumer's perspective, it's like, oh, I can pay 300 bucks to get my resume updated or I can pay $3,000 to help me get the job. I think that all I need is just to update my resume to get this promotion. So of course, they're gonna keep buying the cheaper option. That's because you have not calibrated the value and you have not clearly articulated it at the level of awareness your prospect is at. All right, part one, we really talked about business coaches. So if you are a business coach, maybe you viewed yourself as a business mentor, it was a really phenomenal episode breaking down which business coaches are actually the most profitable, which niches are the most profitable. But today I wanna go into part two. Because part two, when we think about this type of coach that I'm going to be sharing with you guys today, this is all about career coaches. Career coaches that are in niche audiences or serve niche audiences, I tend to see have a lot of success when it comes to them being able to surpass $200,000 in annual revenue and charge premium for their services. And one thing that I have noticed a lot with the career coaching clients that I've worked with, that I've supported, is that there's always this tough line of demarcation between being per perceived, other people perceiving them as just another resume writer. And no shade to the resume writers that are listening to this, okay? It's no shade to the resume writers in the industry. But when you're trying to charge premium, you want to make sure that how are you positioning yourself to be perceived as something more than just a resume writer? Because if you are a career coach, you know that if you're trying to help somebody achieve a promotion, have an advancement opportunity in their career, their ability to succeed is so much, is dependent on so much more than just the words on their resume. The resumes are a component, but that's a technician role. And when you start to position yourself as a coach, where you want to be paid as a coach, get paid premium for your offers, be perceived that way, this is what I really want us to break down of how do you start to elevate your positioning around that, not just get perceived as I'm the person that will update your LinkedIn bio, or I'm the person that you can hire to update your LinkedIn banner, or I'm the person that can update your resume and your CV letter. And like, that's the only thing that's required. And I know if you are a career coach, you are tired of people reaching out to you, expect that your services are going to be $30 an hour expecting that your services is going to be 200 bucks for a three-month engagement. I know that you're tired of being perceived that way. And I have worked with dozens and dozens and dozens of career coaches. um, And there's a thing that there's something that separates them from the pack of how they're able to start to position themselves to be perceived as a premium priced offer and to also surpass multi six figures in revenue. So the, the thing that was very correlated to even business coaches, the thing that's really common between even business coaches and career coaches is both categories of clientele. They're looking for either an advancement opportunity or what they're trying to do is impact. It's, it's very tangible from a money perspective. If you're a career coach, people are probably hiring you to help them achieve a promotion, help them transition careers, help them navigate and move into a new category, You know, use their transferable skills to get them a job in another industry. There is something correlated to money. And when you are positioning yourself as a career coach, it's so important for you to understand there's always a bottom line at hand. If you're career coaching an individual who's trying to advance themselves, there's a bottom line to their salary, to their benefits, to their earning potential. If you're coaching um, as a career coach or an executive coach and you're coaching somebody more on soft skills, more leadership, more management, more internal support, there's still a bottom line impact as to how the work that they're doing can 
contributes to the bottom line of the company that they're leading or managing in. So when you're positioning yourself as a career coach and where I have seen the most profitable career coaches succeed selling high ticket and surpassing six figures is career coaches that serve niche audiences. You're going to hear me say niche audience, specialized skill set, and over and over and over again, because that is where the money resides, okay? The specialization is where the money resides. And the reason why I say that is when people come to me and they're career coaches, they're like, well, I help people get a promotion. Great. You're now talking to every single person that's employed who doesn't want a promotion, Where we've noticed the clients that, again, have been able to charge the most and succeed beyond multi-six figures are the individuals that are career coaches that are serving a specialized audience. So an example of what I mean for that, you know, one of our amazing clients, program coaches, Keisha, she's a career coach for human resource professionals, HR, okay? That is a niche within the career coaching space. She was a client of ours for over a year. She was able to surpass probably three or $400,000 in annual revenue, by specializing to a niche audience, serving product managers, black female product managers at that. We've seen really great career coaches uh, succeed serving academic researchers, HR professionals, product managers, serving the demographic of lawyers, women of color in tech and high tech roles, VC funded startup CEOs. What ends up happening when people try to classify themselves as career coaches and they start to notice why are they not making more money? Why are they not perceived as an elevated price point? Why is it difficult for them to charge $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 for a service? It's because you're trying to solve a problem that your audience can literally Google the answer to. If the promise of your program is something that I can Google the answer to, you you are going to have a very difficult time trying to charge premium for it. If I can go ask chat GPT the answer, I'm not going to pay you $5,000 for the solution. I, like, And I think too many career coaches try to overgeneralize saying, well, I help people get a promotion. What person? What state, what type of promotion? In what industry? At what point of their career journey are they at where now they need support up leveling? Like those are the nuances and the specification that we I'm talking about. Like if you're a career coach and you're helping somebody get a promotion, how we can drill that down is I help HR professionals who's had five years of experience who are looking to go from individual contributor to a managerial role. Or I'm coaching women of color engineers who are on the leadership track and are trying to go from director level to the C-suite. Or I'm a career coach for, you know, women in aviation who are in the C-suite and now they need to learn executive presence so they can have confidence when they're in the boardroom. Now, you see, I picked a, a specific moment in time for a specific niche audience, addressing a specific career issue that that person has because it's specialized to their point of their journey. And that is really, really important for if you want to charge premium and you want to surpass six figures, I can't Google the answer to how do I, as a woman in aviation, that's a predominantly male field, right? How do I establish executive presence so that I feel comfortable in boardrooms, comfortable, you know, com- communicating and and doing, uh, you, I'm making this up right now, but you guys get what, you get what I'm saying? I can't Google the answer to that. And that's where 
now because the the nuance of the problem that I'm dealing with in my career, it, that information on how to solve it is not easily accessible. That's what allows you to command higher ticket price point for the service that you sell. It also is what differentiates you and creates a line of demarcation between you and everybody else that's just a resume writer. You and everybody else that's just selling another career development course that you know is really just fluff because it's too generalized versus it being specific, nuanced, and specialized. So that's really where we see the the clients that are career coaches have a lot of success. So either they are serving a niche demographic around promotions, around career advancement, around um, elevating in their career, transitioning their career, getting a new position within their career, or we see career coaches have a lot of success where they also are specializing more so around a skill set development. So when we think about skill set development for career coaches, right, or for individuals who are in a career, uh, I like to look at this as that somebody who's already in the position, they're not necessarily looking to change jobs, but they're looking at how can I get better at the role that I now currently have. So, you know, when we we had a client that she works with women of color in the C-suite, Reason being is she's had experience in the C-suite herself for decades. And she started coaching women of color in the C-suite. Once a woman has, especially a woman of color, has already achieved C-suite status, there's now these soft skills and these interpersonal skills and this in this executive presence skills. There are these skill sets to be able to continue to manage and lead at that new level. We had another client that was a career coach for veterans, veterans who have recently transitioned back into the workforce, and now they're trying to learn how to manage their teams without the same, you know, militant leadership style. It's a nuanced skill set for somebody at a particular point in their career, maybe after they've already been in the position, after they're already transitioned into the role. So those are the two niches that we see being the most profitable. They're specialized in some area, either specialized around the audience that they serve, a specific uh, industry segment, a specific niche within career, co- within you know the career industry, or they're specialized in niche down based off the skill set development. And if you are a career coach, start to think about you know if 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 you keep getting lowballed or people keep getting shocked by your prices. This is where it's like, okay, well, where are you lacking specification? Where are you lacking specialization? Where are you lacking a niche, nuanced aspect of what it is that you are doing? Because right now you might be perceived as a cheap option because the promise of your offer is too broad and too generic. It sounds like something they can Google, so they don't want to pay premium for it. And that's where we have to create that line of demarcation. That's where we need to start shifting your positioning so that you can be perceived at a more premium price. So those are the areas where we see, you know, really, really being able to be successful is picking one segment, okay? Whether that's HR, engineers, women of color in tech, VC-funded startups, you know, dealing with seven-figure CEOs, lawyers, academic researchers, like pick a segment or and or pick a skill set. So we've had quite a few coaches that do more executive coaching or more career coaching around a specific skill set. We have three clients right now that are all in the world of academia and they're helping people get grant funding. So it's a skill set within the career space. So they coach per academic researchers on how to get the grant funding for their institution, for the research that they're doing. We have another person in academia who is a career coach helping people self-publish uh, after their dissertations. 
So it's it's a skill set that allows that uh, individual contributor that allows that professional to have advancement opportunities. I'm 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 giving a lot of examples because I really want to drive this point home. Specialization is your way to surpass six figures. Niching down is your way to be able to charge premium. And I think that a lot of career coaches have some hesitancy with doing that. They have hesitancy with claiming, well, I can't promise this person's going to get the promotion. I can teach them how to navigate the interview process. I can teach them how to um, navigate the, you know, articulating their skills, but I can't promise the promotion. No, you cannot promise the promotion. But your process, you absolutely can guarantee that your process is the skill sets that they need to get the job. You can absolutely promise that your process is the thing that will support them with that skill set development that they need to do so they can be better in their role. It's still 100% on them to do the work. It's 100% on them to apply. And I think the issue with career coaches is sometimes, let's say your program is three months long, you have this fear, this hesitancy that if they don't get the job or don't get the promotion or don't master the skill within the time frame that they're with me, that my program didn't work. I understand that you're gonna probably gonna be dealing with clients that are at different seasons that might, you know, one person might be able to get the result while they're working with you. One person might get the result two months after working with you. But guess what? If your process was the thing that taught them how to get the result, even if they got it two months after the program ended, a lot of their success is still attributed to the skill sets and the curriculum that you taught. So it's still valid. The program still worked. The price is still reflective of the value that's being delivered, even if it took them a little bit longer, because I understand that interview processes can be long. The job hunting process can be long. But if you want to kind of offset that, it's so important for you to properly qualify the lead, properly qualify who is at the right season of their, you know, when they come into the program to be ready to do the work required to get the result in the time frame that your program is promising it. And that's where it's your job to properly qualify the lead properly qualify the level of urgency that that lead has when they start working with you so that that their their level of qualification is properly aligned with the duration of your program. So the niching down and the specialization is just critical. It is so critical, especially for career coaches that want to make more money. And that's also what will allow you to stop being perceived as just an hourly you know, I want to pay you $30 an hour to help me, $40 an hour to help me versus you want to get paid three or $4,000 based off of value. The other part I want to make sure that we break down for the career coaches that are listening to this, if you want to charge premium, if you want to surpass six figures, is you have got to stop selling offers that put you in a technician role. So I think a lot of the time what happens with my career coaches when they start being perceived as the resume writer or they start being perceived as the LinkedIn person where people expect that your program or expect that working with you is going to be cheap and inexpensive, it's because you're doing the work for them versus you coaching them on how to do it for themselves. Coaching them through a greater problem, a more significant problem. So if you keep selling offers of, I can either do your resume for $200 or you can join my group program for $3,000, that's going to help you get the job. Don't even offer the other option if that's not how you want to be perceived. Stop even offering the other option because the, the issue is, it's not that the value of what you provide isn't there. It's that the awareness level of your consumer is un, they may be not be aware of what's really needed to get the result. So if you offer them two options of here's this cheap option that, yeah, I can do your resume for you or I can coach you on how to get the job. 
if your messaging is not tight, your marketing is not tight, if your ability to articulate your value through your content is not there, it's not about what how you knowing how good you are. Your ability to convert the client is really dependent on what their level of awareness is and how well you can articulate your value in a way that they can understand. So from a consumer's perspective, it's like, oh, I can pay 300 bucks to get my resume updated or I can pay $3,000 to help me get the job. I think that all I need is just to update my resume to get this promotion. So of course, they're gonna keep buying the cheaper option. That's because you have not calibrated the value and you have not clearly articulated it at the level of awareness your prospect is at. Messaging for career coaches is so important because those are those things that you need to debunk in your content. Those are the objections that you need to start to overcome and to call out and to demystify within your marketing, within your messaging content versus you trying to convince somebody that they don't need this on a sales call. If you're convincing somebody that they don't need resume writing to get that executive director position, you've it's too it's gone. You're not going to close the client. You're not going to close the client because if you're trying to convince them of that on the sales call, you've started the convincing and the belief shifting too late in the in the buying journey. That type of stuff should happen on in your content. And you should start to create that in your content, address that in your content and repel people who are not qualified beyond that. Repel those individuals. Your messaging is critical in the career coaching space. It's critical in any industry, but especially if you keep being perceived as a cheap option, that that lets me believe that your messaging is continuing. Like most career coaches just create a bunch of how-to content and they wonder why they keep getting individuals who want to hire them for cheap how-to solutions. Because you keep creating how-to content. You're, 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 the messaging of your content that is, that is attracting the leads to even book a call with you, y'all, it's literally searchable SEO content that's how to tweak your resume. You know, you're worth it. Command more. Go back and negotiate a raise. Like, it's too tactical. It's too how-to. It's not enough. We need to address more uh, sophisticated beliefs. How are we sh- teaching them how to think versus just telling them what to do? And that's a, I think my career coaches in particular have a, a, a different learning gap when it comes to that versus like my, my business coaches because career coaches are not taught how to market. Career coaches in their career experience, a lot of the career coaches, you guys had success in your career. So now you're turning around and coaching other people how to do it. You know how to provide the deliverables. You understand how to navigate the cultural dynamic in the corporate environment. You know, you know how to actually get them a promotion, help them navigate the internal corporate politics. What you don't know how to do yet is how to message and how to market. It's a skill set that you haven't really honed yet. So of course, the type of content that you create is very tactical, how to surface level messaging, surface level content, because you just don't have that skill set. You know how to advocate for yourself in a boardroom, but you haven't yet learned how to articulate your value in a piece of content. So if you're a career coach, one of the best things that you can invest in if you start, if you notice that you keep attracting people who think that your stuff should be way cheaper than what it is, I mean, significantly cheaper, or if you're having a difficult time attracting qualified leads, it's because you need to learn the skill set of messaging. You need to learn the skill set of how do I understand what is influencing how this person is making a buying decision, not just overly being the teacher of this is what this person needs to do to get the job. Those are two different skill sets. Like the career coaches that I know develop some of the best curriculum. They are beasts. 
I mean, they are so good at getting the client the results, helping them navigate their career, helping them get the promotion. They are so good at it. The The biggest gap that they have is now I need to get turn take off my like my coaching hat and I need to put on my marketer hat. You haven't learned how to be a marketer yet. That's the only reason why you're having a difficult time attracting enough qualified leads that want to pay and are willing to pay the premium price that of your program. Because there's just a marketing disconnect. You haven't learned that skill set yet. So the biggest thing that we need to do is instead of, you need to start developing your sales skills. You know how to sell yourself in an interview, but I need you to learn how the messaging of how do you enroll somebody into making a decision, that's a different skill set. It's a different skill set. There's some transferable skills that will make you successful with sales. But once you can see that paradigm shift and once you can learn the skill set of messaging, you'll be, it'll be game over for you. You'll win. You will win. I know that you know how to sell yourself, but now we need to learn how do you articulate your value to enroll somebody else into making a decision to hire you. It's a different skill set. And I think what ends up happening is too many career coaches apply their internal corporate sales skills into their external marketing for their business. And that's where there's a disconnect because you know, you're very good at using the right words, the right languaging to, to, to navigate whoever's interviewing you to get the job. But hold on now, that's not the same type of messaging. That's not the same type of sales skills that you need to get the coaching clients. It's a different dynamic. It's a different dynamic. And what ends up happening too for a lot of career coaches is their own self-identity. You know how to advocate for yourself to get the job. And there's a lot of confidence that career coaches have, especially from their previous corporate experience, because you know how to navigate and dominate when you have this Fortune 500 company name on your back. It's like, I'm Jerisha of this Fortune 500 company. You have the gravitas and the prestige attached to the corporate institution that you came from. The issue is, is that when you start to sell yourself as an individual, you lose your sense of self-confidence. Because before you were advocating, selling, going out, crushing it, doing all the things when you were an employee with the backing of your title. Oh, I'm an executive director. You, you, that you, you get what I'm saying? And this is very true for my career coaches and very true for anybody that comes from a very uh, a high level of success in their corporate profession. When they start to transition into coaching, there's this identity like na- navigation they have to go through because your title doesn't matter as a business owner. Your title doesn't matter anymore. What company you worked at doesn't really matter anymore. The degrees that you have don't really matter anymore. Those extra certifications you have don't even matter anymore. So when those career co- when those individuals start transitioning and now they're a career coach, it's like all the things that gave you your confidence, your degree, your title, your company that you worked for, your certifications, those built up your confidence. Now when you start coaching for yourself, you don't have any of those accolades to lean on. So what I end up seeing a lot of career coaches doing is before they learn the art of selling, they start going getting certified as coaches. They start feeling and believing that they have to go get all these external validation to validate them. They're qualified enough to now start coaching other people. I know, I know, (laughs) I know I'm talking to somebody. 
So you you before you knew how to navigate corporate, you're like, okay, I have to go get the college degree, I have to go get the MBA, I have to go get the certification, I have to go get the PMP, I have to go get the PE, I have to go pass the bar, I have to go do all these things, I have to go get the title. I know you know. And then when you start to build your own business, you feel like you need some, let me call it what it is, you need some white male institution to give you a stamp of approval to tell you that you're good enough to do this for yourself. That's what I see happen with my career coaches more than anything else. That imposter syndrome and that external validation prevents them from self-identifying, claiming who they are, and proclaiming that publicly in their content, having certainty when they start selling themselves, which ends up causing them to lowball their prices in the beginning. It ends up causing them to, to take the lowest denominator work available. It causes them to only go after the cheapest problem that they know how to solve. It's like you were this executive director in corporate America. Please tell me why you are starting a business, selling an offer that's an entry-level solution. You have 15 years of experience being uh, a, a, a chief financial officer. Please tell me why when you come into career coaching and you're supporting other people, why are you starting at the bottom of the totem pole? Why are you unwilling to claim your results publicly? Why are you unwilling to own the 15 years of expertise that you have and coach people who are at your level or close to your level versus y'all go all the way back down to the bottom? You over here trying to help interns get their first job out of college. Can we please leave that to the to the college, um, you know, the admin team? Like, you, wh- why is that the first solution you want to solve? Because especially my corporate individuals, they no longer have those those accolades that made them feel successful in corporate. None of that stuff, I don't wanna say it doesn't matter, but it's not the first thing that your clients think about when they're making a buying decision. They're not necessarily thinking about, did you go to Harvard? Were you Ivy League grad? What was your GPA? Those same things that qualified you in your career no longer are as important to your consumers when they're making a buying decision. So the the thing with the career coaches that I see, and if you are a career coach, I encourage you to, instead of spending sp- spinning your wheels getting more certifications that qualify you as a coach, if you are a mentor, a leader, at any capacity in your corporate world, you, you've been coaching the entire time. You know how to coach. If you had to develop a team internally, if you were a good manager, you've been coaching the entire time. You know how to coach people. Instead of going to get more coaching certifications, invest in skill development on learning how to market and sell. That's your only disconnect. And stop being broad and generic. Stop positioning yourself as the cheapest solution. Stop solving the entry-level problem and niche down and own an area of specialization correlated to the experience that you have. That's what will separate you. That's what will allow you to charge premium. That's what will position you so that you can surpass six figures. A lot of career coaches can make thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars extra a year doing all the opposite. But if you want to surpass multi six, we need to own your area of specialization. That was the same thing that made you successful in your corporate career. You had an area of specialization. You were probably a subject matter expert in something, which is what allowed you to advance. You were excellent at something specific for a specific niche, a specific industry, and a specific job role. That's what allowed you to succeed in your corporate world. That same level of specialization is what's going to allow you to succeed in your own business as a coach. 
Just the disconnect here, the only skill that you need, you do not need another coaching certification. You need a skill development of learning how to sell, understand the psychology of how buyers make decisions, understanding messaging, understanding how do I articulate myself through my content versus how do I articulate myself through a resume. And that's where you can really unlock financial success for yourself. That's where you can really unlock your ability to build a multi-six-figure career coaching business for yourself. By you getting the skill of selling and messaging and you specializing the offers, specializing your programs and making sure that they're properly positioned when you're putting yourself out there. So that's part two, y'all, of the most profitable coaching niches with high ticket offers that are surpassing six figures. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will chat with y'all later. Bye, y'all. 